This is the Fog Pod, an extension of the Fog Horn. This is the Fog Pod. We're reporting on the reporting of the Fog Horn. We're reporting on the reporting of the Fog Horn. This is the Fog Pod. We're reporting on the reporting of the Fog Horn. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Fog Pod. This is Katie. I'm hosting today's episode for you guys. Um, so with us, we have a Sarah Hinton. She's the opinion editor over at the Foghorn. Sarah, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, as you said, my name is Sarah and I'm the opinion editor of the Foghorn. If you don't know exactly what that entails, I edit all the opinion pieces that you see. I also write, um, our staff editorial, which are basically the Foghorn taking a position on issue. Yeah, busy woman. It's going to be a year, spring 2019. Yeah. yeah. So how did you get into the position? Like, what was that like? Um, fall of my sophomore year, I really wanted to write. So I found out about the Foghorn, and I asked the opinion editor at the time if I could write for him, and he said yes. And then around the end of the semester, he asked me if I'd be interested in being the opinion editor. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was really nervous because this was my first time writing for a newspaper. Mm-hmm. But I really loved the writing that I did, and I really love reading the opinion of other people, kind of figuring out their views because I want to know how different people view different issues. Mm-hmm. And I took the job, and apparently I did a good enough job because I'm still um, here. You're still, you're still the opinion editor. Yes. Um, so um, in becoming the opinion editor, what do you feel the difference was in being, like, just a writer and then becoming, like, an editor? Well, with the writer, as a writer, the only view that really matters is my own. So mm-hmm. when I'm writing things, I'm writing how to best articulate my views of things, mm-hmm. but when adding other people's pieces, I have to focus on what, they, what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. If they're time, I'm editing a piece, and I have to make sure that my edit doesn't take away their voice, it doesn't change their opinion, yeah. because I'm never going to agree with every single opinion piece I get. That's just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm editing. I have to make sure that I'm both looking at, at the editor and that I'm looking to make sure that there's no mistakes and that the piece is solid, mm-hmm. but also making sure that the writer knows that their voice is there, that I'm not warping it. What specifically made you want to be an opinion writer and then eventually, like, the opinion editor? Like, what, for you, like, set apart the opinion section from, like, let's say, like, news or scene or mm-hmm. sports? I like that you got to get much more personal with opinion in a way that mm-hmm. you can't do with the other three sections because mm-hmm. um, news, scene, and sports, they're based on facts. You don't necessarily always have opinion on those, mm-hmm. on those facts. You can't have an opinion on whether or not a team won a game or not. Yeah. The opinion is more subjective. I think there's, for me, a lot more interesting for me to read about how maybe a student who, the first generation um, to the campus, mm-hmm. our piece maybe three weeks ago from a student who was a, and the first person in family to go to college. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like opinion editing gives me a chance to really talk to my writers mm-hmm. and learn about them at a more personal level. Mm-hmm. I often get pieces from them that are more personal. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like since um, you know, you are like compiling like the opinions of like different people from mm-hmm. around campus, like do you feel like it's given you like a interesting like perspective into mm-hmm. like the different types of students who attend USF? Oh yeah, because there are times when I think, okay, I'm the only like my view of this issue is the only view that's there and mm-hmm. I can't imagine that other people can see it in a way different than I am. Mm-hmm. And then I get a piece and they have a totally different way of seeing it. And I realize, oh, wait, my view of it was not just unbi- not unbiased. It was based on my experiences. Mm-hmm. And I can't just assume that everyone's going to um, see things the same way I see things. Yeah. yeah. Does that ever, like, bring up problems in the job or, like, any specific, like, difficulties? Um, yes, because, again, the thing with adding opinion that 
there's no right answer. Yeah. Like, with news, if I think... If I think an event happens this day, you think it happened the other day, we can look it up and, and one of us right. is right and one of us is wrong. Mm-hmm. With opinion, because based on values, I can't just tell someone, you're wrong, I'm right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you're also not just compiling, like, the opinions of different writers around mm-hmm. USF. You're also compiling, like, staff opinions yes. for things like staff editorial. Do you want to talk about, like, that specifically, too? Yeah, so one of the complications of staff editorial that with staff ed, we're all a unit. We're giving an opinion as the foghorn. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I can't include individual differences. I'm trying to give us one opinion. Mm-hmm. However, obviously, every editor on the foghorn is different. Everyone has um, more, uh, every, every one of their opinions has different nuances. Mm-hmm. So I have to include those. Um, one example, media representation in the media mattered. Mm-hmm. And one difficulty that came with that was that in general, your opinion representation is based on who you are. For example, I myself am black woman, so I feel more emotionally invested when I see a black woman. I mean, I'm more invested in making sure that if I see a black character, um, they're, they're presented well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure different editors have those same feelings with their identities. However, with mm-hmm. staff that I can't bring those up. I can't say, mm-hmm. oh, our black writer thinks this. <laughs> or, or our Hispanic writer thinks that. Um, I'm getting, we're almost in a way one person. Yeah, we're, we're a unit. So because of this, I felt like I had to erase a lot of nuances in our opinions because mm. our identities led to those opinions. And mm-hmm. as I erased that, I felt this piece was weak, was weak, and I know that a lot of other people reading it didn't unfairly like the piece. Yeah, is that why, like, for staff eds, like, um, because I know that for staff eds, like, you did a really good job of, like, bringing in opinions that are kind of, like, general to the college experience, or, like, very specific to, like, the USF experience, but they're not, like, really questions of, like, identity and such, Mm -hmm. is that why? Yeah, because I feel like, I feel like I can't ask you a question based on identity and then not include your identity, because then Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm almost misrepresenting your opinions. I feel like you can't separate um, me being black from that opinion, and mm-hmm. if you try to separate that, the opinion wouldn't be the same. A re- person reading it would not get the same idea, and I feel like it does an injustice to people if I don't. If they tell me, as you know, as um, um, as a gay woman, I feel like this, mm-hmm. and I can't include the as a gay woman. I feel like I'm not doing them justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah and including the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that even though, like, now we try to stay away yeah. from those staff eds, like, we have had exactly like yeah. you were talking about, like, the um, example of the staff ed when we talked about, like, mm-hmm. representation in the media. Do you feel like when in the past we did do those mm-hmm. stories, like, was it particularly, like, also hard for you? Because I know that um, in the Foghorn, like, our staff is, like, relatively diverse, but mm-hmm. in terms of, like, editor positions, we do have, yeah. like, you know, a high number of people who are, like, you know, like, they're white, um, they're straight, and such like that. And do you feel as someone who doesn't, like, conform to those mm-hmm. identities, like, it was a specific problem, too? Or, like, not necessarily a problem, but was it difficult for you? It was difficult to me because I felt like sometimes we viewed things differently. Another staff ed that we did was on um, whether or not students with political beliefs that aren't the norm at USF mm-hmm. feel comfortable speaking up. A lot of the responses I've got to the staff ed were... You shouldn't care about your friend politics. Friends mm. should be political. I thought that was a position that, to be frank, came from a lot of privilege. But I know that if my if I had a friend who told me that they didn't support um, BLM or mm. something like that, I would not be able to separate that from their friendship, even yeah. if they like the same music, even if they like the same food, even like things, something else. Mm-hmm. And although I, of course, I included that in the staff end, 
fact that people didn't want their friendship to be political because that was the opinion, and my dad would have to give them their opinion. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a big disconnect mm-hmm. between me and the editor giving me that opinion, and that Ellie kind of showed me how everyone, how we had different views of things. Yeah. And yeah. And I feel like that position is very different from that of like being a writer mm-hmm. where like we said earlier when you were a writer you were just responsible for your own opinion mm-hmm. and sharing your own thoughts but now like that almost kind of takes like a backseat yeah. you know in the editing process like that's no longer really prioritized. Yeah. I feel like I'm always second guessing myself because again because I'm looking at people's opinions mm-hmm. I there are times I don't agree with them and when I'm going through a piece and I'm thinking to myself is this edit good for the piece or am I letting my own biases rule that and sometimes mm-hmm. I think that sometimes I think that's very helpful because it's good to check my own biases and make sure that I'm not like my own personal opinion hurt mm-hmm. a writer but there are times I feel like maybe I should have given them an edit because that was for the good of the piece not necessarily because of my own opinion on yeah the just because it's your own opinion mm-hmm. on the matter mm-hmm. yeah and I know for um both those cases we were talking about so the staff editorial mm-hmm. on like representation in the media and the staff editorial on like whether or not political views like mm-hmm. influence like your friendships and such like that like what do you think the outcome of the pieces were like because of you know because of the difficulties in like compiling those pieces like what do you think the end result ended up being so with the representation piece I think a lot of people viewed it as generally very weak I know that during when the piece was being critiqued, mm-hmm. um, our advisor did not like the piece very much. And part of it was because I felt very, very wishy-washy. Because a lot of our, cause the opinions that I got, mm-hmm. they're all based around how it felt to see yourself on screen, about how it feels to see your, your group on screen. But mm-hmm. I couldn't include that. There yeah. wasn't much there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually surprised with the one about political beliefs because mm-hmm. that piece was considered really good. And I was shocked because I remember writing it because we all had different opinions. I thought mm-hmm. it, was, it was weaker. So... And I guess it's it evens out because the the one about different political police it felt hit hit hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. so they really liked the, that piece. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and you also write for the section too, mm-hmm. like pretty frequently, I would say. So, like, which part of the process do you think is your favorite? Like, which one do you like doing the most? Uh, hmm, I like reading. I, my favorite kind of pieces to edit are the ones from other people about their personal experiences mm-hmm. because I always think that. I think it's really great to, if you're able to read experiences that aren't your own. Again, yeah. the first-generation um, student. Mm-hmm. I, myself, am not a first-generation student, so being able to learn about how learning about how her being first-generation affected her mm-hmm. experience, thing that I could not relate to, was yeah. really a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. And I love writing. The reason why I came up in your because I love writing so much, so when I do get a chance to write my own opinion, I really enjoy that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think... Just as other people bring a unique perspective, I think I bring a unique perspective to the section as well. Mm-hmm. So I like both reading the and editing the opinion pieces from other people and writing my own. Yeah. Because I think give a unique perspective. How do those pieces tend to come to you? Like the pieces that we talked about with different writers? So there are two ways. Either A, in the budget that I send out, I say, hey, there's going to be a talk on the first generation experience at campus. If you're a first-generation student, can you talk to me? And we'll like, um, and you want to write a piece? Talk to me. And other times, if I'm in class and I see um, someone talking about that, I think they really hit a key point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk to them. Um, this piece never actually um, got off the ground because of editing difficulties. Mm-hmm. But I remember someone talking about how they felt like they had to have two voices at USF, both because um, it was a black one. How she felt like she had to talk. Um, quieter at USF mm. and louder 
once you're at home, and we're going to write a piece on how it, that feeling. Mm-hmm. So I either find people, and I kind of harass them a little bit, saying, hey, <laughs> my name is Sarah, I work for the Foghorn, it's really cool, do you want to write? Or I send out the budget, and writers who are interested will come talk to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I know that um, yeah, being an opinion editor is also like a really unique position, because... Mm-hmm. You know, unlike the other sections where you're just reporting on mm-hmm. things that have happened, um, you're giving, like, people a very unique platform and ability to share their experiences. Mm-hmm. So I know that with, um, I think this was spring semester 2018, there was a story, an opinion story that someone wrote about, like, the housing lottery process yes. at USF. Yeah, and that was a very successful story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're right, giving, like, these writers, like, very unique platforms, like, what are the receptions that you've gotten to, like, these opinions so, in general, it's been um, positive. For example, the reason why that piece about the housing crisis was so positive because not everyone affected equally, but people at least noticed um, rising house prices. The piece that we're talking about right now, it was a piece written by a, an opinion writer, spring 2018, and it was after USF did the, I think it was the housing lottery at a basketball game. So if you attended the basketball game, if you won, like, the lottery, you got free housing on campus, and she was talking about, like, the problems we have within our housing systems and how, like, they just don't adequately, like, address um, the fact that a lot of people don't get housing who, like, very much need to be able to get housing and additionally, like, need support in terms of, like, financial support to pay for it. What role do you feel, like, that of identity plays in your job? In my, in my job. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, one, as someone who is um, a black woman, because when I'm reading pieces about um, racism or identity mm-hmm. on campus, it gives me a new perspective because in many ways I'm affected by that too. So if mm-hmm. someone is writing about racism, um, I have personal experience with that that maybe someone who was um, white would not, um, <laughs> <laughs> would not have. Mm-hmm. And also in terms of... And also, when you're talking about um, staff ed topics, mm-hmm. sometimes I bring up a topic that I think would be really good, but some of the writer, other editors don't feel comfortable talking about it because they don't feel like they know about it. Mm. I remember spring 2018, um, one of my ideas for writing a piece was it was when London Breed could not be interim mayor anymore. A lot of people accused being a decision because of racism, mm. that if he was white, he would not have been removed from her job. Mm-hmm. I wanted that to be our staff ed because it was the mayor of San Francisco, we're mm-hmm. University of San Francisco. Yeah. But a lot of people felt really uncomfortable writing about it because mm-hmm. they said, you know, we're not black yeah. and we don't want to write, a st- we don't want to be the ones, we don't want to write about the black experience mm-hmm. if we're not black, which I think is very rational. Yeah. But times when I think that, oh, everyone knows what I'm talking about, everyone that's politically mm-hmm. aware is me mm-hmm. and it's not there. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of being opinion editor? Any other roles? Contact me. I really love working with writers. I love reading um, opinion pieces. So mm-hmm. I'm always looking for new writers. So I'm going to shamelessly plug my second. <laughs> Look at that self-promo. Wow. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, so again, this was Sarah Hinton, the opinion editor for The Foghorn. Mm-hmm. Um, you can reach her at opinion at sfoghorn.com. Um, thank you so much to Shores Trio for providing us with our music, and thank you to Meg Carwana, our fantastic sound engineer. We'll see you next semester, actually. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.